This is Self Startup. Welcome, folks, to Self Starter Season 2. This is a podcast that highlights the small business owners, the self-employed, and freelancers who are taking the plunge to create their own desirable lifestyle. My name is Andy Dowling. I'm also the host of the Andy Social Podcast, and I play bass in the Australian metal band Lord. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by searching at Andy Dowling, or you can go to selfstarter.com.au where you can learn more about me, as well as everything to do with the self-employment world. This episode is with Ben Kornachovs of Corno's Concert Service. And Ben has been a part of the local Adelaide music scene for quite a few years now. And as a musician himself, Corno has seen both the needs of the performer and the punter when it comes to live music. His time working in music has led him to launch his own business called Corno's Concert Service, which has been up and running since 2014. Specialising in artist support for touring in local bands, Corno and his team offer transport, chaperoning, stage and road management, as well as merchandise services. Corno's jack-of-all-trades approach ensures that artists are appropriately taken care of, ensuring that those one percenters are considered and performers are left to focus solely on what their job is, which is to perform. Corno's involvement and reputation in the local scene often sees him as the go-to guy for local metal festivals such as Heavy SA and The New Dead, where he's got an opportunity to not only work with Adelaide musicians, but also interstate and international touring acts. It's a great opportunity to provide his services, network, and carve out new opportunities. He's also taken a measured path when it comes to his business, where he's able to work it as a side hustle outside of his normal job. Communication, negotiation, and balance has ensured that he's been able to meet the needs of his full-time employer, as well as hit the personal goals he has with his own business. As Corno's concert service grows, he'll continue to assess the viability around taking on a more full-time investment in what he does. It's certainly not just the musicians that continue to get better and better. It's also the support network behind the scenes who are finding ways to add value and create services that support the music that we all love. It's a really exciting time for opportunity and you don't necessarily have to be on stage. To learn more about Corno's concert service, check out selfstarter.com.au and find Corno on Facebook as well. But for now, please enjoy this great chat with Ben Kornachovs of Corno's Concert Service. My name's Corno, and I uh, run Corno's Concert Service, and basically we provide either tour management or show management, basically, and uh, stage management to make sure shows run correctly on time and make sure bands, you know, get what they want and get what they need, basically. So in the end, the fans get what they, what they have come for. And how long, so that's basically it. And how long have you been up and running for? Uh, this is this will be five years this year in October. Wow, that's that's a, that's a lot longer than I even expected. I because I, um, I mean, I guess for people that are listening, um, a lot of people know that I I play in a band and I've been doing that for quite a few years. But um, you know, I, we've you and I, we've interacted quite a number of times over the years and you've always been sort of behind the scenes and helping out and doing a whole bunch of things and just running around sort of this jack-of-all-trades. But I didn't actually realise until just recently that you actually had your own business that you were running out of and um, I didn't realise it had been up and running for several years as well. So it's really impressive. Yeah, so, yeah, it's it's come a long way and I've now got three other people that help out and... Yeah, it, it's really, really good, and obviously I do a lot of stuff in SA, 
And, uh, yeah, the guys, you know, we needed a, I needed more on board. And, yeah, it just works much better now, and it works like clockwork. So. And I guess taking a step back, what, what were you doing before you decided to sort of take – take that step to sort of create your own thing what, what were you doing before him what would the sort of the career <laughs> leading up to it look like well I mean I'm from I'm from metal bands in Adelaide and uh, just being around the scene and you know being lucky enough to travel into state as well and you know seeing a lot of different shows and how they run I was like I think I can do this and I wanted to you know do it myself and I, I do it my way, and yeah, it just it works. <laughs> I think um, I, I certainly see it as a musician, and I'm I'm just sort of uh, thinking just what you said about sort of being on the other side of the fence and sort of seeing how it works, and probably seeing a lot of the things that go wrong. And I think you and I we 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 come from the same sort of uh, the same sort of circles where. Um, you can walk into a gig and if you don't know who's running the show um, or you don't know them very well, then it could be a real wild card as far as the quality of uh, of the night and, and the the efficiency of things and, and, and how well things go to plan. Um, it can be, you know, you just don't know which way it's going to go. So you often see like the great examples and you also see the, the absolutely horrible examples of how not to do it. So no doubt you would have uh, picked up a lot of ideas and a lot of um, lessons through other people just from being a musician. Yeah, that that's right. And, you know, every time I walk into a new venue, whether it, it doesn't matter where it is, you know, I'll try and introduce myself to, you know, either bar staff, the managers, the guy behind the desk, lighting, everyone, you make yourself known and, if you'll work together, the show will run properly. I mean, I think last new dead, I think we were three minutes over with 18 bands. So that is just, that's incredible. So it's, I like things to run like that. And a lot of the festivals that I do, sometimes we only have 10 minute changeovers. So we need to be on the ball. And if there is a problem, we need to understand how to fix it and fix it quickly. How did, how did you sort of transition into, you know, creating this business name? Because obviously the the name speaks for itself. It's pretty straightforward. There's not, there's no beating around the bush there. But, I mean, were you just sort of helping out with other people um, and sort of learning the ropes? Obviously, as a musician, as you mentioned before, um, but was there, was there a moment where you sort of thought, I'm going to actually create something myself and actually get something up and running rather than sort of, I guess, just sort of helping people out along the way? Yeah, I actually got a phone call from a promoter that, and he had actually said, you know, are you going to this certain show? And I said, yes, I am. And he had basically said that he had spoken to a friend of mine and I really liked the band. And he said, well, sell your ticket and come and help out for the night. And that was sort of the start of it all. And I've been doing it basically ever since and that was a big big stepping up for me <laughs> and i guess i mean just given your background you probably already had the network of people and reputation from you know reliability and quality and all that sort of stuff where um it probably would have been and i don't want to make it sound way too easy because no doubt you would have had some challenges along the way but it would have made it a lot easier because you had that network to be able to find the work and, and sort of you know get get the business that I mean that that's exactly right, and I, you know one day I'm looking forward to 
maybe doing it full time all the time. I, I currently still work at the winery and, you know, I, lo- I love what I do and they're very understanding of any music stuff and just doing that and having the network really, really helped. Just talking about what you said before about, you know, you've, you're sort of balancing at the moment. This is sort of an extra, an extra stream of income that comes in. It's something that you're passionate about and you enjoy doing, but you've also got um, your other sort of main source of income being your job at the winery as well. Um, just off the back of what you said as far as, you know, eventually sort of wanting to go down that full-time path with, uh, with this business that you created, um, what sort of ideas have you got or, or have you sort of made a plan as far as what you need to do or what you would like to do toward in order to get to that point? Or is it sort of just a case of things are going really well at the moment, just keep doing what I'm doing and just, just see where it goes? Yeah, well, I won't, you know, I've branched out. I, I do work with a lot of hip-hop artists and that as well. And being from a metal background, that was a huge step for me. So just learning bits and pieces from different music genres, like, some things are very, very different in different genres. And it was a big learning curve to be able to go to hip-hop or R&B, which I've worked with as well, and learn their side and work at their shows and how they work and just having those connections and just meeting new people and, yeah, branching out and doing the best that I can. So, yeah, that, that that's definitely the way forward for us. Have there been sort of challenges or things that you didn't expect at, once you started making that decision to sort of really invest in this? Uh, one thing I have noticed, um, it's been happening quite a lot lately, is um, people messaging me about certain shows or actually asking for free tickets. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, which I didn't think would happen, but it actually happens quite a lot more than what I was expecting. The, or, um, you know, asking you got a reputation for free yeah, like, you know, there'll be a touring band coming through that I'm looking after or something and, you know, I'll have someone come up and say, oh, you know, give me this, you know, give me this shirt for free or something. Like, it doesn't work like that. And I guess yeah. it's probably a good thing in a way, I mean, depending on how you look at it, because, you know, obviously in Adelaide, you've, you've, you've already got the reputation there because you've been doing it for so long, especially in the metal, metal scene. People know who you are, so you've got that connection anyway, but... Um, you know, for you just to have the affiliation of, of working with a lot of touring acts and promoters and things like that, um, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of a good thing that people are coming to you and asking for things, even if it's not exactly the nicest or the the most appropriate thing to be asking. It's just, it's a fact that there's, there's a perception that you've, you've, um, you know, indirectly created just because of the work that you do. And so it, it just adds a little bit, a little bit of extra legitimacy to, to what you do. It sounds really superficial, but it, it does work in a way. So I guess, I mean, that's me sort of looking at it glass half, <laughs> half full. But, yeah, um, no, yeah. I, I, yeah. no I, I, I can completely understand it. And I can't lie that if I wasn't in this position, I'd probably ask some of the same questions as well. So it is, it is what it is. But, um, it's like any job there you meet some people that you get along with and you know I've made a lot of really really good friends from from this and I love the metal scene in Australia and I think now it's it's doing really well again and about 5 years ago I felt like it was struggling a bit and now I feel we're all sort of coming 
together again, and some of the releases are just amazing. So That's we'll just keep going with it. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, definitely, it it helps everybody because obviously it keeps keeps everybody inspired to to invest into it and you know help each other out and and create businesses off the back of it as well. I think that's um that's one thing that I've found there's been a big change in Australian music in general, but in particular sort of the metal world in Australia where I think people are starting to really sort of approach a lot of this from a business point of view, not just a passion project or something where I'm just doing it because I'm having fun with my mates and I love playing metal and, and that's about it. Um, people are sort of balancing it out and going, okay, I, I need to have some structure here. I need to have a level of professionalism attached to what I do and how I act and the way that I interact with people, et cetera. And that sort of lifts the bar across across the country. Um, you know, so many bands are just doing incredible things. And there's this real healthy competition out there as well where everybody's sort of looking and going, oh, wow, like my peers over in Adelaide or Perth or Melbourne or wherever are doing great things. They're releasing a new album. They're touring. They're doing all this amazing stuff we should be doing something like that. What can we do now? And, and it's just a fantastic thing. And it's not just the musicians, it's the promoters, it's it's people like yourself. Everybody's sort of looking at it going, there's so much opportunity now. Let's let's like lift the bar. Let's up the ante and see see what we can actually do with, with everybody uh, sort of really sort of putting in the time and, and seeing what the potential is. Yeah, that that's right. I mean, like I've recently just come off of tour with 36 Crazy Fist and Stemple Heights. Hmm. And um, the whole tour was just amazing. And I remember in early 2000s sitting there watching Super Heist just going, wow, like, you know, these guys just sound crazy. This is this is nuts. And now going on tour with them, I mean, they tore the roof off every show. Like, it, whether you're into that sort of music or not, they tore the roof off the place. And their sound is just crazy. And, you know, there's... So many bands that have put so much effort into their sound, stage presence, merch, everything. Do you know what I mean? And it, I, I really think it shows now. I mean, there's just so many, so many good bands. It, but it, it's not just in metal either. You look at rock, you look at hip hop, everything in Australia. It's, there's so many good musicians over here. It's definitely, it's definitely a great time, especially when. You know, several years ago, everybody was uh, was looking at sort of the market and thinking, well, you know, there's, you know, people aren't buying music anymore. Everybody wants things for free. People aren't going out to shows anymore. And, and I think one thing that I've sort of learned to myself is that you can sort of sit back and point fingers and, and you know, uh, sort of blame a situation or the environment about why things are the way that they are. But you could sort of just look inside and look in, in your own world and think, well, you know what? What can I do with the situation that I'm in? Like things change all the time, and so how do I move with it? How do I adjust? And how do I sort of uh, work with with the situation that I have in front of me? And I and I see a lot of bands, um, you know, across all genres in Australia, really sort of embracing a lot of the changes and just trying to find opportunity and be really creative. And you got like even even for yourself, I mean we're all sort of like these entrepreneurs in, in a way because we're all trying to create something ourselves out of nothing, you know, where, whether it be music or um, creating, you know, a full-fledged business supporting, you know, uh, music and, and putting on shows and things like that. It's um, it's everybody trying to carve out their little part of, of, of the bigger bigger pie, you know, and it's, um, it's really exciting because people are trying to look outside the box to see what, what can I do that's just 
that's just a little bit different and can sort of not only just separate me, but just uh, increase my value. And so that people want to work with me, people are attracted to what I do and I can be successful in, in what I do. And it's just really exciting to see. And, and, and I was quite surprised just coming full circle to what we said before, like for, for me knowing you for so many years, I've, I, I didn't realize that you'd actually gone out and created your own business from this and you started working on this and you've been doing it for a few years now. Um, so it's really cool. It's inspiring because people are making that decision to sort of go, you know what, like I can do something and I can create something um, myself and, and find my little spot. Yeah, that, I mean, that's exactly right. I mean, you look at all the, all the people that are doing merch and things now that have gone out and started printing their own merch or, doing their own shows and um, I mean you look in Adelaide as well like you got Northy you know doing New Dead and Heavy SA like he's gone out and he's he said right we're going to do this this is how we're going to do it and you look this Saturday we've got Heavy SA and it's nearly completely sold out it's incredible so yeah it, and that's it's just South Australian metal bands <laughs> and it's Who would have nearly completely sold out, and it you know he's he's been a massive in, inspiration for me as well. You know, he's like he gets me to you know run the day and make sure everything runs on time, and he 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 gets all the bands to come over, and it's just amazing. Like New Dead's gone through the roof, Heavier Say's gone through the roof. <laughs> It's, it's it's not a good thing. <laughs> uh, absolutely, and and um and then talking about uh, Northy and for people that are listening, um, Jason North from Truth Corroded, and um, you know one thing just you mentioned before about just doing the tour before um just that you just came off, you know being around lots of different people and having you know these interactions with people that have had years of experience um, in different different formats and different ways, you know, in working in different parts of the music industry. Are there things that you sort of have learnt along the way from some of these people? And I won't I won't single Jason out uh, and put and and uh, and yeah. put the spotlight just on him. But but are there people that have sort of over the last several years of you doing your own thing that you sort of really sort of learnt a lot from, or learnt particular things where you've lifted your own game and and become better as a as a person and and in the work that you do? Yeah, there's I mean there's a few promoters. And that that I've spoken to over the last few years that have given me advice on things, some of the people from different bands. And it, you, you learn every day. It's like anything. Like every time you play a show, you you, you learn something new, you know? And you, I take that information on board. And even with the guys that work with me, you know, they're constantly coming up with new ideas. And we're all bouncing ideas off of each other or... You know, sometimes I even bring people from other bands just to ask, you know, what do you sort of think? And everyone's usually pretty helpful. So that's, that's, that's I like that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. With the business that you have and when I was looking at sort of all the things that you do and you mentioned at the start, there's like, you know, you're transporting artists around, you're, um, you're chaperoning artists, you're doing obviously stage management and road management as well. But um, one thing that I was surprised with, well, I guess surprised because I was only looking at it from one particular angle, but you, and you've mentioned it slightly um, previously as well, around merchandise. And so you also have this merchandise element to your business. What, what came first, 
did you already have a bit of sort of a, this merchandise thing happening in the background and so sort of the, the, the stage stuff sort of came on after the fact or was it the other way around? How did, how did that all come to be? Um, it was probably the merch first because just getting involved and, you know, I like awesome designs on, on shirts, so that was a, a big thing for me. So we went through quite a few places that print shirts and then I started, yeah, selling merch for other bands and getting involved with that. But I think merch is such a big part, especially in Australia as well. You know, you got a touring band, they come across and, you know, they might get $50 for the night. But if they sell a bit of merch, that might help them out a bit. So it, I, I really really try and make sure that there is a lot of effort put into merch, even the way that it's set up, who's selling it. Do you know what I mean? You don't want someone selling the merch who's just sitting there on their phone the whole time. Things like that. It's a, it makes a massive difference. And that's something that I've noticed as a musician um, traveling around, especially when, you know, a lot of us um, that are in metal bands, a lot of us are DIY, where we do everything. We wear multiple hats and we're trying to run around doing a whole heap of different things. And, you know, Adelaide's one of those places where you, you rock up, and especially if we're playing one of the festivals there it, over the years, um, there's usually somebody manning the merch table or there's a couple of people there and, you know, you give them a list of everything that you've got and they do a quick check and, and then off you go. And they're little simple things, but they make such a difference. And ultimately, and I'm just assuming you can correct me if I'm way off the mark, but you know, those little tiny things make such a massive impact when it comes to your reputation or people coming back to you in the future next time they're coming through town, or there's an opportunity where they're trying to find somebody that fits a certain role and you come, you come up in, in conversation. Yeah, that's, I mean, that that's the thing, like, you know, we get bands that have come, we'll say to New Dead, use that as an example again, you know, they've come they've come into into Lions Art Factory and gone, where do we put our gear, do you know? And that's one of the first things that people ask. So you need to be prepared, you greet them, make sure they put their gear in the right spot, help them set up with merch, and it just makes the day run a lot easier for everyone. Have you found any competition as far as, you know, finding, I mean, obviously you've, you've got the network and I think that's one of, one of your advantages, at least from my point of view, um, you know, people know who you are and you've, you've got quite a few people that you can leverage off, but have you, have you seen any competition sort of doing the work that you do and, and you, have you found any sort of challenges in, in, with regards to that? Um, not really. There's a few other people that do similar things and I love it. I think, I think it's awesome. If they, do a better job than me, all the best to them. Like, I'll congratulate them. Like, there's a few people in Melbourne that do quite a lot of merch and that, and, you know, I'm, I'm really good friends with a lot of them. So, no, I, I, I definitely don't see it as, like, a major competition or anything like that, but there is a few other people that do similar things. Yeah, cool. And, and, and I think there's more than enough uh, opportunities to go around where, um, it's it's good to have a number of people doing very similar things as well. But I mean, one of the things that I always try and look at, um, especially when you, because you don't, never have to reinvent the wheel. So people create their own business uh, off a really simple concept and, you know, it could be providing a service to somebody or making something or whatever it might be. And 
the thing that separates you from everybody else is that point of difference. And it could be something very simple. And, um, and I, I mean, you can tell me what you think your, your point of difference is, but I would assume that one of the things that you'd probably have is obviously your connection with people and your reputation. And that sort of separates you from potentially other people who might not have that existing relationship already in place. And that would probably give you a slight advantage if somebody is coming through town and looking for somebody to fill this type of work. Yeah, that, that, that's it. And I mean, you need to be very straightforward with things as well. So if there is an issue with something or the band has an issue, and that's any band that I work with, the first thing I tell them is, if you have a problem, come and see me about it. Because if I don't know about it, I can't help you. Mm. I'm I'm not Jedi, I'm Sith, so I don't have Jedi mind tricks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's it's common sense stuff and, and keep it simple. So don't don't beat around the bush. Yeah. That's exactly right. And you know, that there, there has been times where there's I've seen bands get quite aggravated with a few things. And I've been able to calm them down and just say, like, this is the case. If we do this, this can happen. But some people may not see the other side of of the fence. So you need to be there to explain it as well. Yeah, definitely. I think um I think being able to explain the why behind things instead of just uh ordering people or just telling people what to do. I think when you when you can explain and give give some context around it then people are uh there's a there's a more of a light there's a likelihood that people are going to be able to agree or at least com- comply with whatever's going on uh, rather than just yeah. show resistance. Yeah, that's exactly right. You need to come to some sort of agreement because it, it's not going to all go my way. It's not going to all go their way. But the, we're all there to do a job and we need to make it work. And that's, that, that's the big thing, that we all need to work together. So you mentioned before you just came off off this tour that you did and and that went really well and you've you've learnt, you've been able to see these guys who have been around around the traps for quite a number of years. Um, was that was that interstate? Was that the whole tour that you did, or was it just the Adelaide leg? No, that was actually the whole tour. It's fantastic. Have no. you have you done was no. it the first interstate sort of tour that you did as as your as your business sort of from a from a sort of a job point of view? That was the first major one with an international act mm. as well. And, you know, I've, I've worked in state quite a few times at festivals and things like that. But to do a full tour with quite a few really established bands was a, a, a very big learning experience. And it was, yeah, it was a very good, very good experience. And did that... Did that come purely from like a referral from somebody, mutual acquaintance or mutual friend, somebody that just was able to put your name in, in front of somebody else and, and think that this, this is the right person, the right guys to sort of get, get involved? Yeah, absolutely. And like, like I was saying before, you, you learn every show, you learn something new. And this most recent tour that I've done was, a, a very big learning curve with quite a few things and it yeah has really sort of pushed me to just do even better next time as well do you, can you see yourself doing 
more interstate stuff now? Uh, or are you going to try and sort of balance it out where you're doing just as much interstate as, as local stuff? Is that sort of where you see yourself going? Or what's, what's the sort of vision moving forward with it all? Yeah, definitely. Um, depending on, like, my race commitments and things like that, and I, I have a five-year-old son as well, so it would just depend on that. And But I definitely want to look at more interstate stuff. You know, I love the local stuff, but I love traveling as well. Mm. So I'm definitely, definitely keen on that. That's cool, man. I think um, it's, as I said before, I think in music and I think we're both on the same page as far and come from sort of the same circles where we're both ultra passionate about what we do and, and being a part of it for so many years. Um, it's just, it's so exciting to see people taking, taking that step to try and, find their spot and, and sort of carve something out and create something out of it, like from a self-employment point of view and create their own business because it just makes life so much easier for everybody, but it just, it just raises the bar. And I just think it's really exciting to see the potential of each individual person trying to, trying to do their own thing. And it's not just, it's not just about recording music and putting it out there and, and playing a bunch of shows. There's so much more to it. And I think that's one thing that bands are starting to finally wake up to is that, you know, we're only we're only as good as a the people that listen to us, but b the people that support us. And and there's a lot of people behind the scenes that aren't musicians, so to speak. And I know that you you certainly have come from that background. But there are a lot of people out there that don't have that background, but um, are heavily involved in in the industry and are massive assets to all of us. So it's just exciting to see more people, or at least from my point of view, more people that I know that are, that are doing great things. So it's, it's really, really cool to hear your story as well. Yeah, no, it's, it is. It, it, like I said, it, it hasn't been easy with some things, but it, I, you look at lighting guys and that as well, like the amount of effort that goes into doing all of that is just amazing. It's, it's just so full on. Anything to do with a show... You know, lighting, stage setup, everything. There's just so much more to it than what people see. Absolutely. I'm going to put links to to all your contact details and everything. So if anyone's going through Adelaide and needs uh, needs some help, uh, they'll know who to who to call. And um, and obviously uh, anybody. And I've got a lot of a lot of musicians that listen listen to the podcast and uh, and people that are promoters as well. And so I guess uh, anybody out there who might need uh, might need some assistance with uh, any any tours as well, uh, we'll definitely make sure all your details are in there. But uh, Ben, man, thank you so much for for uh, sharing your story and, and um, as I said before, I've been crapping on quite a bit about it. It's just inspiring to, to see people doing great things. No, thank you very, very much and love the podcast, mate. Love it. To learn more about Ben from Corno's Concert Service, you can click through the show notes on your preferred podcast player or you can head over to selfstarter.com.au where you can find more details from our guest as well as my key takeaways. Number one, keep it simple. It's not rocket science, folks. It's the small things that count. Working in music is similar to any other industry out there where often the smallest of things can make all the difference, especially when they're overlooked. Ben ensures that communication is a big focus when it comes to his work and he's not reluctant to handle the menial tasks. Ben knows he has a duty of care and wants to do all he can to make sure the artist has the best experience possible. It's not always glamorous, but the small things can give you a tangible point of difference that makes what you do memorable. Number two, 
balancing it out. Ben has taken a conservative approach with his business where he still retains his full-time job working at a winery. He negotiates with his employer, gives notice, and does all he can to maintain a balance between his full-time employment and his own business. The balance he's created is satisfying and he's in no rush to quit his job. So when it comes to starting a business, remember that you don't have to drop everything in order to make it happen. There are plenty of ways to execute on an idea or a passion that you have whilst still maintaining an existing job. Remember folks, there is no rule book. Number three, learn everything. Ben's domain is in hard rock and metal music. However, over the years, he's found himself working for artists from a wide range of genres. Learning from different styles of music and their scenes has given Ben exposure to different ways of approaching similar situations or problems when it comes to live music and artist support. It's like sharing best practices. You may not be completely interested in a particular industry or niche group, but there are often parallels where you can pick up skills, ideas, and insights that you can apply to what you do. And that's it. To learn more about this episode and previous ones, you can check out selfstarter.com.au. If you want to have a squeeze at my other podcast, the Andy Social Podcast or my band Lord, or anything else that's happening in my neck of the woods, you can go over to andydowling.net. I'm really looking forward to having you back for the next episode of Selfstar. Larry. Larry, please.